Hey guys, it's Pastor Scott, and I want to thank you for sharing these moments together. Uh, my prayer always is that something said will fortify, strengthen, encourage, and equip us to become everything that we were created to be. I am really blessed today to be joined by uh, two wonderful people that are just becoming great friends. And if you guys know me, you know that I take friendship very seriously. But today I'm joined with Taylor and Rachel Menning. I think I said that last yeah. name right. Yeah. Good. Um, what I wanted to do uh, is just ask you guys a couple of questions. I know that you're involved in music, you're involved in worship. I know that's where your heart is. Um, Taylor's very instrumental in producing um, music and producing other churches' worship, uh, helping them sort of get out of the context of what they've always done and just making it presentable, if that's right, yeah. making it presentable to the world um, with some polish and some shine. Um, and that would be a good question. Let me ask you that. Um, how would you describe the challenge of taking someone's worship, taking someone's song, and without damaging the integrity of the song, because I know that you know we, we want to be led by the Spirit, we want it to be anointed, but at the same time, we're to do everything with excellence. Um, just describe that. Like, what's your process when you yeah. hear a song, how, where you want to take it? Yeah. Um, I think really it even starts before that with the relationship. I think just lots of the churches that I work with, it starts with a relationship with the worship leader mm -hmm. where I've done life with them. I know the things that God's doing in their heart. I know that they've shared their burdens with me and, and they really are brothers and sisters in Christ to where when we they show me a song, they're like, man, this is where this came from. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a church in Chicago um, that I just finished up an EP for them and there was a song that my friend came to me. He's like, we wrote this for a woman in our, in our church mm. and she lost everything. She got diagnosed with cancer. Her family was just hurting. Um, and she was just going for it. And anyway, just the conviction that he was speaking out of, the song he originally showed me, it didn't portray that emotion that I felt. The test, the mm -hmm. power of the testimony that he just told me because God redeemed the situation completely. Yeah, I was like, man, that is triumphant. Yeah. And so it was like these words that almost just like her vulnerability led to his vulnerability with me in mm -hmm. that relationship just help create the just the initial word you know yeah. the image the the motivating factor so that's kind of where i th think it starts as a relationship and just yeah. the stories and being brothers and sisters with yeah. each other you know that's incredible i love it when you said you know it starts with doing life yeah. with someone and i think that's i think that's awesome um i wanted to ask you about something that i've run into is um the challenge when someone, especially if you grew up in sort of a real religious background like I did, um, and they will use terms like, you know, God gave me this song. And I've had people say before, you know, the Lord really gave me this song. And as a listener, as a producer, to listen to it, do you find it a challenge to be able to say to them, I know what you mean, um, but I think that if we were to perhaps change the tempo or perhaps, you know, change a lyric, um, you know, 
I know people that write songs can get really touchy about that. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you're calling their baby ugly or something, <laughs> you know, and, and they take it personal. Yeah. But, but you don't, you don't mean it personal. Right. You're just, you're an objective voice that says, look, if I don't think that you're really, tra- it, it's not translating mm-hmm. and that's, I don't want to damage the song. But I do want to make sure that we present it. You know, do you have, I mean, have you run into things like oh that before? Oh my gosh, I think Rachel's look just said it all. There are some yeah. times where people are like, God gave me this song and takes everything in me not to say, well, give it back. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But I don't do that. Yeah. No, I, I think it's just, it's just like anything. I, I don't know. When you can just let them know, especially as a producer, it's so important for me to establish if it's somebody, a new artist or a friend, like, hey, I'm on your team. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you're paying the bill here. You know, I, I work for you, but also you hired me for my creative input and right. you hired me for a specific reason. And especially when it's worship music or a, a project for a church, um, I always make sure to just say like, hey, God brought us together for this as well. And yeah. so my job here, my role, you're the songwriter, you're the worship leader here. My yeah. my role is to absolutely squeeze the best product out of you. Yeah, and that's great. you know what, the, what you're saying isn't necessarily bad. Um, I think it can deliver more. Right. You know, I think almost just speaking to the potential of like, hey, that's a that's a great idea. Let's just let's just dig a little bit more into it. And that's good. I'm really just saying I'm on your team. I believe more than you believe in yourself right now. Right. That's I, that's worked. Well that's great. I I mean I've done that with, you know, helping new, you know, young teachers or young preachers. And I remember years ago hearing I think it was my dad that said, you know, Mark Twain, he was quoting Mark Twain and Mark Twain said, you know, the you know, there's a not much difference between a lightning bug and a lightning bolt until you start looking at the implication, you know, and and the implication of the two is vast. It may sound similar, but one conveys something totally different. And I have told preachers before, I I know that you're wanting to be quote unquote led by the spirit, but at the same time, um, you know, you can refine this. You can refine your craft and your gift without damaging the anointing because it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah, totally. Um, That's good. I know there are a lot of young people right now that are wanting to be writers and wanting to be worship leaders. And, um, you know, Rachel, if you were to see someone or someone was asking you, what can I do to be a songwriter? What can I do to be a worship? I mean, what what advice would you give? Well, I think... I'm, I'm going back to the times when I was leading worship regularly. It was a church in Chattanooga, and um, I was I was really um, I was holding a lot in. I was trying to have this persona on stage. I was trying to pretend to have it all together, and that's not the way to lead worship. And there was this other worship leader um, who's a few years older than me that I respect and look up to so much. Her name is Allie. And one Sunday, she just got up on the stage and she just started crying in the middle of leading a worship song. And she started sharing, like, listen, guys, can I be real? Like, And this is a church with hundreds of people in it. Right. Like, And she's just like, I'm singing this song to myself as much as I'm singing it over you. Like the words that are coming out of me are so hard for me to sing, but that's what worship is. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, like 
That really is what worship is. It's not about having a presence or trying to craft, if you're a songwriter, trying to craft a song to please a crowd of people that you think it's like, it's personal and it's for an audience of one. It's between you and the Lord. And so any kind of vulnerability, like mm-hmm. I heard yeah. Stephanie Gretzinger say one time, like it doesn't matter if it's been written a million times, mm-hmm. if it's what's true and if it's what God, what God is doing in your heart. <laughs> and I was good. like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and good. so from then on, I, I just started asking the Lord like every Sunday morning, like let me lead from a place of weakness and of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is when it became not a performance anymore. It was it was worship. Yeah. And it's when other people felt the freedom to also be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so whether that's singing or producing or songwriting, like um, it's for an audience of one. Yeah. So that, um, and Taylor says that's, that so much. Yeah. And that's what always echoes in my mind. It's the sacrifice of praise. The you second, know, yeah, exactly. You know, no matter what you do, sometimes it's not the most convenient. Sometimes it absolutely kills your pride, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and it's just like, but I have to lay this down, yeah. you know, because this, that's most people's, you know, it's like our dreams, you know, mm-hmm. like my dream is to produce the rest of my life. But if that dream is more important than me just offering my worship to yeah. God by doing what he's gifted me and asked me to do, then I've lost sight of it. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I I heard someone say years ago, and this is not the you know definitive definition of worship because trying to define worship is like trying to define God. Yeah. You know, there's just there's just no clear cut cookie cutter answer. Yeah. But I did hear one person say that for him, worship was the correction of focus. Mm-hmm. And, and that meant so much to me because I began to notice during worship how many times I was distracted with other things. And like you just said, am I, you know, am I pleasing this person? Am I doing the right song? Am I singing it this way? And just the ability to be vulnerable. And I think when you said that, that just really struck a chord uh, because in the world of social media where everybody's image is everything, I mean, we've got to get back to the place of vulnerability, you know, in our lives. And I don't know, I just feel that. I feel that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that everybody's going to be blessed by this. But, it, it, you know, Rachel, if you would just pray uh, for us and, and just pray for those that are listening, that they would have the courage to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. especially in the place of worship, mm-hmm. you know, where they can go deeper. Mm-hmm. Um and it takes courage. Mm-hmm. It, it does take courage. So if you could just pray for the yeah. people, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. God, we just thank you for this time of togetherness, for everyone who's listening and for us sitting here now. Um, thank you that we can just all come together under your name. You're our common ground and you're what unites us. Um, and we just thank you that you are a father who is good and who cares and who listens to us and the songs that we write and the praises that we sing. Um, God, right now I pray specifically for the courage to be vulnerable. Um, I feel like often in this culture, to be vulnerable is to be weak, and it's actually the opposite that's true. Um, Sometimes the hardest thing to do and the strongest thing to do is to be vulnerable. Um, I feel like it's where it's the cracks in our armor is where your light can shine through. And um, I just thank you for that. And so as we step into this new year and whatever season that we're in, if it's 
whether we're on a mountaintop or we're in a valley. God, I pray that we can be real with each other and real in our art and real in our ministry and not put up all these facades and pretend like everything's okay when it's not, um, but that we can find strength in our vulnerability and um, and community in that and that we can all find the common ground that your strength makes up for our weaknesses. Um, we just love you so much and we thank you for this time and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so thank much you. for sharing this time. This was great. And um, listen, for those of you that are listening, um, just share this with someone, okay? Let's continue to build our core. Let's build our audience and let's pray for one another because that's how we find our strength, okay? I love you so much. God loves you way more than that. And remember, together, together, we can do all things with Christ as our strength. God bless.